Good morning. Welcome back to the Morning News. I am Chris Tyler. And I'm Joel Sears. Uh, WSBA News Time is 7.40. Gary has the day off. We'll just say he's on assignment. Oh, I like that. Instead of me making up that other stuff like I've done a couple times this morning. Gary is on assignment, and he'll be back tomorrow morning. What's the big story? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that is. Uh, We have Ryan Fox, Gettysburg Director of the Financial Consulate, on the phone. It's a fee-only based financial advisory firm. That is a mouthful. But tell us again, Ryan, for people who uh, are new to the radio station, why is it so important to be fee-only based? Good. That's great. Great, great question. Good morning, gentlemen. The fee-only idea is the concept that we accept no commissions and our legal fiduciaries to represent our clients' best interests as salaried financial advisors. And what that means is we have an obligation and responsibility to put our clients' interests before our own and literally be on the same side of the table as they are. So we don't sell any products. People pay us set fees for our investment management and our financial and planning advice. So that's the best way to go. So what's the big story this week? What are you following? Well, you know, this week, uh, it kind of piggybacks on your earlier segment, and as I was driving into my office this morning, I was listening to the, the, the iPad, iPod potential addictions for some of the children and some of the technology information going on in the schools I thought, Joel, was very interesting, too, having a, an education background. Uh, one of the things we're seeing right now is a lot of people are confused about all the noise out there. We have so many different pieces and bits of information that are attacking people. Uh, that they don't know really how to consistently control their emotions and put that into uh, a concise financial plan and investment strategy. So I wanted to talk for a couple of minutes about that this morning uh, and go over a couple of tips. And, you know, really one of the biggest ones is as much as we hear in the, in the media about markets rising and falling and gold prices dropping off and potential earnings disappointments from companies, a lot of people just need to really put their retirement savings on autopilot in terms of dollar cost averaging, continue to put in a consistent amount out of their weekly, biweekly, monthly paycheck into their retirement plan. And then the challenge becomes understanding the level of risk you're taking in your retirement plan based on the fund selection that you have based on what your employer's platform allows. And I've always heard the older you get, the less risk you should take. Well, it depends. Um, right now, less risk for a lot of people says, well, I ought to be in bonds. Bonds are probably among the risky investments out there right now because of interest rates are at some point in the, the lowest trough we've ever seen. And if people are moving out of equities into bonds right now, they really could be setting themselves up next three to five years for a lot more risk than what they anticipate, especially if we see the global economy stabilize or continue to show glimmers of hope. Uh, but generally, yeah, it's going to be based on cash flow needs in retirement, where people are as far as pensions, Social Security, other inheritances, assets they've had, and not taking more risk than necessary to generate the required rate of return for the lifestyle that people need in retirement. Yeah, Ryan, I think one of the, the keys to the whole strategy is, is to understand how to use time to your advantage. In, in the first place, when you make the investment decision, it probably makes a good bit of sense to just take a deep breath and wait. And, and instead of picking up the telephone, calling your broker and saying, go for it, or hopping online to E-Trade or Scott or whatever you use and banging into the market. The other is to think about resiliency in the market. We had this major problem, this major trough in 2008. Look where we are now. Th- there were folks talking about 15,000 Dow back in 2010 and, and some of us would look with, with crossed eyes and say, are you smoking something? <laughs> but the market responds to fundamentals. If the fundamentals are strong, the market's going to react. 
That's absolutely right. And, you know, many people sell low to avoid extinction. None of us want to become dinosaurs. And how many people sold out, and I hear it so often, all we got out in 2008 and nine. Now's a good time to get back in, isn't it? We don't look at investments necessarily from that, that lens, but a lot of investors do. And in many cases, you're absolutely right, Joel, when we're on the, the phone call side of a sales transaction, it becomes very easy to buy into the sizzle, not realizing once you slice into whatever you've bought, that pop that you're hoping for might not be there. Well, you used a term a few minutes ago, dollar cost averaging, and I think those of us that are familiar with it think, oh, yeah, that's just part of the drill. Could you explain that for people who don't, know, don't really understand what that is? Sure. Dollar cost averaging is a, is a strategy that many people should use, and, and many do, where you have a set amount of, for example, your paycheck every, for example, two weeks going into your retirement plan at work. So if you have a 401K, maybe you put in 100 or $200 every paycheck so that as the market rises and falls, your various investments rise and fall. You're not necessarily buying at the top or the bottom, but you have a consistent strategy that helps to flatten out your overall return and most importantly keeps you very, very disciplined into saving for retirement. That discipline is so important to weeding out the emotion. And with that discipline, as you hear the news and the various changes in the markets, you become a little less sensitive to it because you think, well, I have the proper portfolio and I'm properly averaging into it. Hey, Ryan, how can people contact you? 334-1861 reaches me here at my office in Gettysburg. Uh, RyanFox.info is our website that has that phone number, has email addresses, anything like that. Uh, welcome to call. If they're interested in a second opinion, a review of what they have, an introductory meeting, there's never a call for anything like that. Uh, we'd be happy to talk to people. Ryan Fox, Gettysburg Director of the Financial Consulate. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a great day. You too.